0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Artist Files. I'm your host, John Marvin Scott, and let's just dive right in. Up next in The Artist Files catalog is my good friend, Wyatt C. Lewis, Wyatt is an amazing vocalist and a brilliant songwriter. I met him back in RDC when I was going to college there. Um, He was a year ahead of me in the program as a classical voice major, but no one had told me he could play beautiful, beautiful guitar. Um, Wyatt's music is very true and organic and pure, raw, and uh, beautiful, in my opinion. Um, it's always a joy to hear his music because I know it's how he expresses himself and I know that it it is very true to who he is um, Wyatt has a very amazing take and, and perception on life and i I, uh, I really love listening to him talk and I really love talking to him so I'm really glad you guys get to hear him as well so here is my good buddy wyatt C Lewis Hello. Hey Wyatt, how's it
1: going? How are you, man? I'm good, thank you.
0: Dude, good. It's been forever. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> so um, can well, you hear me
1: pretty clearly? Or?
0: Yeah, you're pretty clear. It's all good uh, to right go. On. Cool. Good so, stuff. um, have you listened to any of the, the first couple episodes I've put out?
1: I've listened to Collins. Cool. The one you so, put out
0: there. yeah, that one was actually really fun, and so we're gonna be kind of going through the same layout. Okay, as, right as, as Collins, except we're gonna be talking about your life instead.
1: <laughs> That'd be pretty so, weird if I was talking about Collins. <laughs> be be super <stupid>, Collins- weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess let's just jump right in. So, um, I I know you fairly well, but um, I don't know the answer to this question, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, so I know you, but you. Like you play guitar, you're a singer songwriter, all this kind of stuff um so but what started your your interest in music at a at a really young age like mm. what was the first kind of was there a first moment that sparked it for you, or was there just like how did you initially get interested in
1: music yeah that's a really good question um I guess a lot of my like i guess both of my parents were pretty musical uh, my dad being a little more. Um, he was kind of proficient at uh, at electric guitar, and that's how I kind of got my connection with, you know, other than, like, my, uh, my voice, so I was, like, kind of the first instrument I dabbled with, um, but I don't know, I kind of look back on, like, kid photos, childhood photos, and just, I can see myself at a wedding, I think I was, like, maybe three or four, I don't know, just really young. And just kind of being the only one, like, taking the stage, you know, I had the imaginary microphone, and I, I don't know, it was just, I, I guess that's where it kind of came from. My parents kind of, uh, didn't really push, but just, they they always gave that outlet for me. Right. So,
0: like, your parents are very, like, I would, not even to say very musical, but just very mm-hmm. encouraging in that in a musical sense like yeah since you you always kind of sparked like showed interest in it and they were always
1: into that very supportive yeah it was really it was really nice they're they're actually both um they went to rdc for bachelor fine art so they they're both artists um more in the the visual aspect there and so that was it's nice to have that that side there and the upbringing absolutely See how it is. yeah
0: yeah it's- definitely so, um, in in that aspect, when mm-hmm. did um, like from a really young age? But then, at what at what point in your life did you really start diving into, like mm-hmm. uh, singing or or playing or anything
1: like that? Yeah. So the it was grade four for me. I think it's two thousand four. Okay. Um, I I started wanting to like get up on stage and actually do something with it. So I tried to. Uh, search for like choirs and stuff so I had this choir that was extracurricular and of course I was being the only the only male there so a lot of surrounded by all girls and um, I mean obviously that didn't really matter to me at that age yeah (laughs) Uh, so that was cool like I remember going to like traveling to old folks homes and my mother at the time was working there and you know she got to see see me on stage and yeah that was kind of like the first i guess one of the first moments of uh of, of your, you, aspect. yeah
0: absolutely mm-hmm. so then and did you continue in that choir like throughout was was this in like middle school or elementary school or
1: it was it was elementary school yeah um, okay. i think I maybe did it for another year and um just kind of maybe put my i think i went into soccer that kind of sparked my mind so i was I was in soccer for a little bit and um and then I can't remember how I got back into the choral. I guess high school was the first grade 10 was um um the second time that I really went uh into like the choral choral works and um found that side of me that I really really enjoyed I was able to like to travel with the the music program and um, that was really nice. Cool. So you were mainly like, um,
0: like, like the, the, the high school band quote unquote that you were a part of wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. the, the concert band or the jazz band, but you were, you were in the choir.
1: I was in the choir, but I was actually, I was actually, I dabbled in, uh, the jazz choir, the jazz oh. band, um, for, uh, we were called the jazz cats, which is like, if you were a part of it, it was like this pretty like exclusive like i don't oh, know yeah. just a lot smaller than the average uh like 80 or 100 kids um yeah, it was nice but and then i dabbled into jazz band like my little, last year of high school I, I played guitar in the combo and that was kind of my first um first sighting of like big band music and that carried on to like college and absolutely yeah mm-hmm. so that all connects in some way
0: it does so then um at the time of when you were doing the choir stuff in uh in in high school and middle school and stuff were you were you writing your own songs because i know that's a big part of what you do mm. now is that you
1: you write and you compose your own your own music right yeah i think um closer to the end of like my high school years i started writing um uh, we had this, um, after every year of the choral class, um, we're able to, or it was part of the mark, the test, I guess, was to sing a song in front of the whole class. Um, and it could be anything, it'd be, uh, like a compliment or, uh, cappella. or, um, so that, that was a way of kind of stretching or exercising what I, um, what I drew from what my dad like taught me and, what i learned in school um right so so like sitting in color i grew up in like dallas green so he was a big inspiration absolutely um so i kind of took that um to court courtings and uh uh, chord progressions and um, lyrics and sort of like um interpreted it and try to you know build from what i understood about like theory or songwriting and yeah totally and just kind of took with it and that that -hmm. that
0: that mark well that that assignment I guess sort of must have kind of sparked that (laughs) right that's pretty cool yeah um so then that must have just continued right on did you did you take any years off in between uh high school and and college because I I met you when Mm. I went to college so I don't know right
1: exactly uh, yeah um I took one year one year and then I went straight into to r d c it was pretty last minute though getting um already like getting all my like loans and finances figured out Absolutely, but i was uh yeah it was the big aim was to to go to like grant Mac and you know explore that really contemporary like jazz jazz school and so i saw I was kind of shooting up for that, so I had a couple auditions um first one didn't make it. The second one, um, I think I was on like a wait list. And, uh, when I got accepted to RDC, I think it was a week before where I was all ready to go. Um, I got a notice, um, that I got accepted to the Grant Mac program, which was, it was cool that it finally happened for me, but it was also, um, I wasn't ready at that point. So I, I stuck with RDC. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So then
0: from there, like, um, you know, that's where I met you and I I'm familiar with the program and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But from there, like how did, how did going to school for music change the way you looked at music?
1: Mm, That's a good question. Um, Yeah. There's different levels of, of musicality and, um professionalism yeah so I, I really took um took good detail of of where I would possibly fit in um but also kind of leaving an open mind of uh, of learning and yeah i didn't i really i went, more of a listener, so i really um kept quiet for for little bit in my prep here, and, um, and then I finally kind of branched out a little more and took a lot more opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
0: And RDC was actually really good for that. It was really good to just you oh, got exposed great, to a lot of stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, performance like was a big thing for me too. Like, um, so that was it. Was nice to to have those um, those chances because a lot of other schools I probably would have took probably would have took a little little more time and
0: um, yeah you, because I know RDC was kind of known for allowing their their students to perform in the early stages you know like right. um because then I think I there was something about one of the Edmonton schools you didn't even get to really do a ton of performing until like the the third year ish and you know or the second year or something like that right yeah Whereas in RDC, they were like, hey, you're in prep year. What do you got? Let's do it. Let's, let's take a look, right? Now, yeah. that was actually really, really exciting for me, too, right?
1: Oh, for sure, man. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was great. Rip some Absolutely. Piece. Yeah, yeah. I
0: ripped that program, yeah. <laughs> oh, Oof, that, was a, that was a big one, yeah. But um, let's, let's talk about kind of what you're working on right now. Because, I mean, hmm. after RDC, so you graduated, what, a ye- year before me? So that would have yeah. been like two or three years ago
1: crazy right? yeah <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely crazy but you know after that you I know you've just been working on your own stuff and just kind of been gigging and all that stuff is that mm-hmm. is that right
1: that's yeah absolutely right um been doing a lot of a lot of more performances um and ones that would like do the domino effect so I would meet these people from that show and lit into something um even more bigger and, and more much more fulfilling I mean all of them are really really fulfilling and you learn something from it every, every time. And right now, like I think I've done, I've been out there a lot doing the open mic at, uh, this place called Koi, which is, um, it homes to a lot of, a lot of young songwriters, a young up and coming. Um, but also a lot of people that have been there through all the years and they're, um, they're there for like, for supporting other people. And it's kind of this, getting back um yeah um so that place was really nice is that um, is that first... place
0: in red deer or is that in
1: i'm i'm living in calgary so that... oh
0: you're in calgary right yeah. now okay cool that was a, that's a pretty pretty big thing i actually didn't know
1: which oh is kind of yeah. cool yeah cool man so i'm living in calgary it's this whole thing just a lot a lot bigger and um yeah absolutely really, yeah it's really nice
0: cool So do you find that you're like, um,
1: like, are you, are you gigging fairly regularly
0: at them or,
1: uh, more than, than, um, than how I was before. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. I just, cause maybe just a a new playing field or uh, just more people that I've had the privilege of, of meeting. Yeah, totally. Um, it's really different every way, but, um, yeah i'm sure it's a little different than maybe it's the same but it's i don't know how is it for you living in
0: oh out here it is a uh, it is something there's a ton of people yeah. trying to do this thing and you know i'm just kind of i'm just kind of living in limbo right now honestly right. just like uh trying to figure out exactly what i want to do and not really putting a whole lot of pressure on myself to to know mm-hmm. what i want to do which i think is really nice mm-hmm. um I'm just I've been writing, I've been doing this podcast, I've been uh waiting for school to come around so some gigs might roll around to come the school year, which is nice. But right. I've just been kinda you know, doing just living out here. I guess yeah. living just experiencing <laughs> it, which is kinda nice.
1: But um That's good, man.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. it's really fun, you know, and it's nice that I'm actually able to to do stuff like even like this podcast, like this idea yeah. was just so brilliant to me, like this, this is talk. Great. Talk to everybody i 've met and just like figure out why they do it and i 'm having a lot of fun doing it, so speaking of that though let 's I want to talk about a little bit about your influences as an artist mm-hmm. because um, one that one person that I believe you introduced me to, which is kind of cool um, was andy Schaff mm-hmm. and i 've listened to that album the party a fair amount and that was one that you i think I think you mentioned it at, at RDC and I, I yeah. really really enjoy his stuff i'm i 'm familiar with. Um, that he's uh, an influence on you, but is there? There's got to be more, you know. So, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I know it's it's hard because we always have so many influences,
1: right? But um yeah.
0: if you're able to pin down a couple that that really speak out to you, that'd be really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm just so glad that you you're enjoying it. And um, yeah, he's a great great songwriter, Canadian songwriter. Um, yeah, I think taking it back uh, to where to how how I learned, whatever I learned from my, from my dad. And I still learn, um, he's always tagging me in like these videos and yeah, it's great. Um, I think, yeah. So he he taught me a lot of, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Chuck Berry, Stevie Ray Vaughan. So I got right. that, that side of the blues, the blues guitar as like this thing. That's, that's a powerful, very powerful tool. Um, you can say so much and so little. Um, and then I got the taste of, like, popular music from just um, going to school and uh, whatever my friends would kind of hear. So I'm trying to think. Um, mm, yeah, like I, I mentioned before, City in Color was, was up yeah. there. Um, yeah, it wasn't until, like, really, until college where I really... Um, yeah, I just became a little more open to what I could listen to or what was out there, um, what were a little little more essential to hear. Um, everyone's got kind of like that level of essentials um, that would kind of help your well-being, I guess. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, but...
0: yeah, it totally does, yeah.
1: Um, I'm trying to think yeah this is a good question
0: yeah it's um, tough you know because there, there's so many but um, I'm just trying to think of stuff that I, I know you've done in, in college like with the um, with because I know you studied classical voice at mm-hmm. RDC mainly right and yeah. then did some guitar stuff as well right but like any of those um, those vocalists or those vocal pieces any of that
1: does do, mm. do, you,
0: do you still listen to a lot of that kind of music and do you still take from it a little bit?
1: Yeah, um I'm trying to think like when I was studying like a, the Italian like, Italian songs um I'm trying to think the name. I've been yeah, I've been throughout, you know, after after that I've been trying to get back into that and um I haven't fully like dive into uh, the habits I had back then like right um specifically like practicing or um yeah I haven't really devoted a lot of time to that but um I'm hoping like once it's like maybe winter and we're a little more enclosed um speaking for myself I'll probably be yeah pretty fully devoted to that cool um and I have all all of like the chor- choral works and um that I'm really really interested in tapping into again
0: absolutely there's there's a lot of beautiful choral music out there i I haven't mm-hmm. opened in myself but i uh there's like a couple of things that i I hear and I'm like, what is that that's amazing yeah. you know yeah it's 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 so tough to nail down influences because I think you know going to 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 school for music really opens up your eyes and your ears to, to different sounds and like different, mm-hmm. different types of music that, that you wouldn't have ever gotten exposed to anywhere else. Right. And I think that's actually really important because I think you can draw from any kind of band or any artist. I think you can take something from what they're doing. Right. And, um, and take it and put it into your own music. I think that's such a cool,
1: a cool thing oh, that man. people do yeah it gives me like yeah like a tingle inside thinking about like the infinite like yeah infinite like ways of how we interpret music,
0: absolutely, yeah, you know, and everybody is gonna um interpret it differently, you know, mm-hmm. that's so interesting that a song that you wrote or something that you've something that you like and you interpret a certain way um when you when you play it for somebody else, when you show them, they might not get that same feeling, mm. or they might get a totally different feeling.
1: Right. You know that's
0: so cool. That's so interesting. Yeah. Um, another one here is um. I have a, a kind of a, a broad, general question about um, like obstacles uh, mm-hmm. from being a musician and being an artist. Like, uh, just any big obstacle, like, is there any? obstacle that you faced maybe like stand out a little more than than something else like it could be maybe um an, indiv- an individual obstacle or like a societal obstacle or right
1: yeah um hmm. that's, that's a good one um i think it kind of related to how i'm feeling right now about my music or where what direction i'm trying to go into um but recording has always has been like the heart of, of what I listen to and the production, and all the Sonics. Um, so I've been really trying to find a way and I, I have a lot of number number of ways that I can do so, but it's just, uh, I'm just kind of tapping my, dipping my toes and see what, what works best. And I'm still like trying to figure that out, but, um, I've mostly done like self-produced. Uh, all my all my records have been like mostly self-produced. Right. Um up until like my uh recent like recent single um and I recorded at one of my good friends' uh place. Um so that's that's kind of been the ob- obstacle up until like now where I could see it a possibility right um there's always some limitations um to like production yeah and i've yeah i've kind of just um stuck to what i know and didn't really stretch um too much of the knowledge that there's so much to to cover and like it's really exciting to think to think uh like there's a lot to learn
0: absolutely Um, yeah it's it's fun. It's fun to to dive into something you don't quite know about, and to right. to take that jump, you know, like to and yeah. in, in this sense to know to like to go from producing stuff your own your yourself to to jumping into you know going to a different studio and, and producing something there, you know, like that. Yeah. That's it. Might not seem like a like a huge jump, but it, it totally it totally would be, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I totally yeah. understand. Yeah,
1: I think it's just kind of you know, trusting, I mean, I don't have a problem of, I don't have a problem of like trusting people, but in this sense, it's a little more, you know, honest or, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's but like, I, I'm really, yeah, it's like, yeah, your,
0: it's your art, you know, it's like, it's mm-hmm. your, something that you create. It's, it's, you're, you're like, it's like, almost like, it's like you're everything, you know, it's like, it's, it's mm-hmm. you as a person and you got to put that into somebody else's hands and it's not, it's, not that you don't trust that person to do a good job, but it's just kind of a little scary to like give something that, that is that, um, Mm -hmm. that important to you, you know, put it in somebody's hands and say, what do you think or what, how could we make this better? You know?
1: Right. Yeah. I just, just gotta think that I just gotta, you know, ask, ask more questions, be, be specific in what I'm trying to say or how I want it to sound. And,
0: especially in the producing world you know like because mm-hmm. those produ- like somebody's a producer has like has so much sonic information right coming at them and they have so much knowledge of, about records and sounds and you know what kind of sounds you're going for and how to achieve that sound yeah so like if you if you have a specific sound in mind it's it's i, I think i get that about like being precise being like i want it like i'm hearing x like i'm hearing this exact kind of sound and yeah, being mm-hmm. as specific as you can so that the producer can can rec- recreate that vibe with your music right totally that's actually pretty yeah. cool
1: yeah so it's it's been really exciting to I've been really antsy about that and um yeah a lot of, a lot of good people are looking out for me and and wanna they want they want to hear it man they they want to like they want to hold it as much as I do.
0: Absolutely. And and that makes it even more fun because it means that like they want to be a part of your experience and your right.
1: your your journey and that's
0: that's like satisfying,
1: you know? It is. It's Absolutely.
0: Great. Yeah. So in, have you ever when you're writing or when you're performing and stuff, do you ever um do you ever find that you're in like a sometimes you'll get into like a creative rut or like a, a space when you're like a time when you're not? really feeling that creative like you don't really you're trying to write a song and something's not working or Mm -hmm. you're so something like that
1: yeah um hmm. i've just kind of like recently realized that um that it's okay if like you use the same like chord progression totally um and i and i know like my limits or i know how I can explore like a melody even further to make it not even matter. Like the progression doesn't even right. matter. So that's kind of something specifically I like recently just kind of thought about. Um, Cause I've always been trying to find like, that's it's kind of been that rut where um, you're stuck on one idea and it's, it's hard to kind of stray away from that. Absolutely. Um or if you have too many ideas and you're you're not sure how to to put it together, or even how to start. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like performance-wise, because um, we all we always go go through like the songwriting um, part of that. Absolutely. For, um, hmm. Yes, performance. Um, I've been in a little bit of a rut with like. Um <laughs> I recently had like this this year has been a really big one. Um so like beginning of this year I had a a big show called Fireside right. and uh it was put on by uh these people called Fireside or specifically my friend uh, Jerry Clark. Um it, it's really a, a lot of it's a big community but um yeah, he helped me put this this show together um it was in the basement of uh the Lantern Church which is this beautiful historic historical uh church in uh, in Inglewood in Calgary it's great uh like great history there um cool. so it was really a nice opportunity to have uh that space and kind of film my music in it absolutely um, and so i had what my, my set looked like it was the first time i had a full band so my set, my set looked like uh, I opened with with a solo, solo songs, um, and then eventually kind of added one one person to help uh, help with the song, and then I brought the full band to do like I think it was five. We we have five songs together. Oh, cool. Um, and they're all like great musicians, and they all have releases out, and um, and they're playing lots in in Calgary. So they're. Um, it was nice to have kind of that support from other, from other projects. Um, and that would also kind of create this whole new sound that I didn't think was possible. Um, so that was the kind of the first time uh, I had a full band and uh, it's been, since now it's been kind of, it's been tried to been trying to like emulate that kind of sound, but, um, you know people have um, their own separate schedules so it's kind of hard to um, really use that it was a really nice right nice tool to have like um, different instruments
0: well yeah um, and a, a whole different like it'd be it, it is a whole different like uh, it's kind of a weird way to put it but like a sonic Landscape of like mm-hmm. what what when you're performing by yourself like that, that feels different than when you're performing with a a whole ensemble or a whole, yeah. a whole band or even like another person. It's a whole different experience. Right. And like I think that if you tie that into like into staying and being creative and like getting out of ruts and stuff, I think that's actually pretty cool. Is that like if you're in a rut by yourself, you know, getting together with a or a expanding your sonic landscape is Mm -hmm. kind of a cool way to to recreate something that you've never had before and that can bring you out of
1: out of a a rut that you might be in right cool yeah it's uh it's been really nice and i'm i've have a few shows with um with like it's really different different musicians like not every time but it's um it hasn't been the same but okay okay um so yeah it's really different every time and it's it's really cool i really like that that um yeah i really like it that's so
0: fun that's so cool because i mean a lot of the stuff that i've heard by you is um is by yourself and solo acoustic guitar or right. with maybe some production like on top of it it is the the main focus is mm-hmm. you by yourself right so i actually i'd be really excited to hear it. Like what you could do with a full band because I I've never really heard that before.
1: Yeah, that'd be so um, fun. Yeah, I I had like a, a trio back in the college with with the Gomez brothers, which right? Was r- really fun. Um, but this is like a, kind of a different different thing too.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a whole different different people, different vibe, different energy. You know, it's
1: yeah, it's and all songs. about finding
0: that new stuff too. No, oh yeah, whole new songs, whole new repertoire. You know, like yeah. you can't. Even even if it's the same repertoire, too, like you you might they'll those musicians will play it differently, you know. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very encouraged.
0: Yeah. Um. In regards to like yourself, um, how do you find the aspect of sustainability? Like, um, you know, like I guess in quote unquote, like making it. You know, like mm-hmm. being able to do music as much as we do. Like, how do you um?
1: How do you do it? You know, like. Yeah, I guess um, there is that push of putting yourself out there and um, keeping up to date with, um, you know, with the online face or however you want to put that. Yeah. But also, you know, continually, like, building those connections um, and almost sort of, like, reintroducing yourself. Right. I don't know I don't really like expect a lot of like a lot of things to come but it's uh like yeah I've been really grateful with with the people um that I choose to um choose to see um yeah um it's, it's a little it's a tough question.
0: yeah it is you know because there's like the stereotype like there's like stereotypes of like being able to financially support yourself as a musician right but I think Mm -hmm. it's uh and all that stuff but I think it's for me at least it's more about exploring other avenues right exploring other things that that can help help you get by and to like all that kind of stuff right and and in the aspect of playing your like playing your own music like like, like what you do like playing by yourself for some gigs and then being able to play with a live band, you know, that can, with a, with a backing band with you like that, that can, that that can open up half the amount of gigs, you know, because you right. can, a different, different venue might not want just a solo artist, but they would, they would love a full band. Right. Right. So being able to, and being able to be, to be open to different ideas and to like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think one, one thing about like the style of, Of music or there's there's a number of you know styles I I try to like um explore in my music yeah and I think that kind of helps having a little more like variety um and uh flexibility I don't know in some cases I guess but yeah like being diverse yeah yeah
0: absolutely yeah I mean and um Not even more accessible, but just taking influence from other things. And people can hear, like, jazzy things. People can hear bluesy things. They can hear rootsy different things. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that people can latch on to little small influences like that. Right. You know, even if someone isn't really, if someone doesn't listen to a lot of singer-songwriter music, but they listen to a lot of blues, you know. Then, if someone's music is a little bluesier, then they can they can latch onto that and they can kind of find themselves going into that new path,
1: right? Which is really cool because that is, yeah, that is really cool to think think yeah. about.
0: And I think especially with like everyone who we know who's still doing music in our red your college or who went who was graduating kind of in our in our years, right? Right. Like those people have so many influences and so many different broad. It's um how do I explain this in a better way? There's just so many different kinds of styles and genres that those people have taken from Right. that their music is, is going to have a lot of different influence and people can latch on,
1: which is really cool. Yeah, that's an amazing thing, though. To witness. It is. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. It's, it's amazing to think that somebody who might be it, totally invested in one style of music to just like, listen to you, and you could possibly be the person who opens up a whole mm. new door for that person. You know yeah. that's, that's what pretty... it's all about, yeah, absolutely. it's all about like and like the connection and and being expressing or being ex- or sorry not being um just expressing yourself yeah. you know and expressing being artful and creative, I think that's such an amazing thing, yeah, it's very powerful yeah it's it's so powerful, it's m- way more powerful than people think, you know <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, well, I got a couple more questions for yeah. you there's um in regards to, um, stereotypes within like the field of work that we're in, you know, like, um, have you, like, like, have you witnessed or been a part of any stereotypes within the music field, like as a musician or just in the music industry in general?
1: Mm, um, not so much, like not, there hasn't been a pivotal moment where I, where, um, that I thought it was like maybe not the best idea to be, um, kind of under that stereotype right. or label, but it's, it's all yeah, it's all how people, kind of look at you and if, yeah, I, I can't really say like I, kind of felt that way, but, um, because I'm kind of constantly trying to, f- to figure out where, where my next project or thing will fit in or right um but I, I guess i do put myself into that like um the folk kind of blues i've, I've always like kind of said that just because it's it can go really anywhere and yeah um i've also I recently added like the the soul like yeah folk soul or anything just soul in general is um it especially in the city it's been really evident lately uh with like collaborations with hip-hop and and roots or folk and um so i really categorize like soul soul music and um i kind of want to hone that a little bit a little bit more and with this the whole recording production that could um explore and i think it'd be nice to kind of keep that stereotype i guess yeah
0: absolutely like not necessarily thinking of it as a bad thing you know exactly. like thinking about it as as like yeah i i do identify with with this genre specifically and i i think you're right like the word like folk and blues it it it's such you can take it so far you know like it's right. not it's not it it is specific but it's not super specific you know yeah i think that's a good thing you know because you've you're able to say yes i play this kind of music but people still don't really know what to expect you know yeah that's really cool so how long have you been going for this has been pretty good this has been this has been great yeah absolutely well you know we kind of flew through a lot of the of the questions which is pretty cool but um i really only have one more for you mm. and it's uh it's it's the big one it's the, the final <laughs> the final question yeah it's the one that the people don't sometimes don't know how to answer you know some people have a really good answer it's Mm. a it's kind of abstract in my opinion i'm ready uh, i'm ready yeah man answer it as best as you can i am it's basically the reason why i do this podcast is so that i can figure out my answer you know but um so you know with all the stuff that you do why do you continue to to play music like why do you continue to do art
1: that's a really great question and you can go anywhere um i think totally yeah for me uh it's really the only thing um that's yeah really fulfilling um and there's there's so much for me to experience and i think this this way of continuing with my art i think it's um I think will make me like a better person there's a lot of that demons you know that I've still got to face and um I think this is one way for it to to you know come into light or you know positivity just kind of pushing that um, <clears throat> and I think yeah there's a lot more for me to like to say um I can, I don't know. It's the only thing I can really like see myself really telling my like story or, um, yeah, that's, that's probably, it,
0: it's hard, it's tough, you know, and I think, but I think I know what you mean. Like, it's just, it's your way of, mm-hmm. of telling your story, you know, like saying yeah. what you have to say. Like, some people, some people write and some people paint and some people, don't really tell their story but you know i think a lot of musicians do have a very interesting story and an interesting take on the world right you know and i think that's really important and actually a really cool way of looking at it you know i think it's it's not that it's like the only thing you could do or anything like that it's just like this is the way i want to express myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's actually pretty cool yeah yeah man
1: i, I think um because i i am i wanted to mention like i am um um like Métis, I am half, like, Cree. And, right. Um, so I really want to, with uh, kind of not really finishing my story because I don't think it will ever ever end. Um, yeah. But I think I really want to connect those um, those aspects of my spirituality and uh, my culture and kind of using it into um, the creativity part. And I think that would, like really tell a lot of stories um and just yeah like I said just um kind of bringing that positivity uh to face but
0: yeah and you know like this like telling the story of your heritage and Mm -hmm. who you who you are you know right like that's just I think that's so cool you know I don't like um I don't really know a lot about my heritage you know so if, if people do know about it it's share it you know and yeah that's such an amazing thing to to hear and you know those are the stories that move people right Mm -hmm. it's it's brilliant i'm i'm really excited to hear what you have what you have coming up and i mean i'm gonna stay i'm gonna stay updated with with this new new stuff you got coming on i really like your really like your stuff
1: so cheers man yeah i'm gonna you know keep up with this podcast thing is a really really great way to to think about things Mm and um and your music too if do you have any any projects coming up or, um... You know, um, I don't really
0: have a whole lot. I um, I've been doing a lot of stuff solo right now, just trying right. to trying to figure out where I'm going with it. But um, there's an idea in the works that's um, I can't really say too much about it because I don't really know exactly what I'm doing with it. But there's yeah. something in my head that I I think is gonna maybe work. So I'm gonna yeah I'm Some gonna try right. it. Yeah, I'm going to try and focus on it a little and see where it goes. But, yeah, when there's stuff out, I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> Cheers, man. I, I look forward to it.
0: Dude, absolutely. Well, thanks for doing this interview. This has been really, really fun. And it's just of great course. to talk to you again, too.
1: Of we course, should definitely, man. Uh,
0: We should definitely collaborate
1: sometime. Please, yeah. If you're ever in Calgary or if I'm ever in um, BC there. Absolutely, yeah. On. We'll keep in touch for sure. Sounds
0: good, man. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, well, it's been great talking to you. All right, well, I'll uh, – I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Take care. All right. Great. See you later. Well, that was just amazing. Uh, like I said before, I just always love listening to Wyatt talk. He's so humble and so peaceful and he really cares about the heritage that he has and that he grew up with and how to bring that through his music, which I think is really, really interesting. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't say enough about all these people I'm interviewing, but Wyatt specifically has this really humble Calming energy, and it it makes it really, really awesome to listen to his music, and it, it's really fun talking to him. So I'm really glad we all got to got to listen to him speak. I'd like to give special shout-outs from this episode, uh, specifically to Wyatt Lewis for doing this interview with me. Um, I'd also love to do special shout-outs for all of my patrons on Patreon, specifically my core patrons. Um, you guys. And your support helps me to do this podcast every single, not every single week, but every couple weeks. And it allows me to, to really continue to do what I do all the time. So thank you guys so much uh, for all of your support. Once again, I always say this at the end of my episodes, but this podcast is available on a ton of platforms. Uh, we stream exclusively on anchor.fm that's how we run this podcast and that's where i release it all at the beginning so uh, anchor is the place to check out this podcast um i also like to say that we're available on the big three so apple google and spotify so if you have a smartphone check it out it's really really fun Uh, we're also available on a ton of other streaming platforms Uh, all those are available on the anchor.fm link um, so check it out if you're into any other platform to stream this podcast. Um, if you guys are willing to, I would love a review of my podcast. I'd love to know what you guys think about it and how I could change it and what I could actually what I could do for you. So even even just a rating of one to five stars would be amazing, but some words would be really incredible. And once again, I want to thank each and every one of you who is listening to this podcast without you guys i really wouldn't have a podcast to make um so i i can't thank you enough for listening to this podcast until next time my name is john marvin scott and thank you for listening to the artist files take care